0: Welcome to the Mind Your Heart podcast. My name is Jody. Today's episode, we are going to talk about why avoiding conflict is actually hurting you. Let's hop into it. I recently had an experience where I was trying to resolve a situation with somebody and they started stonewalling me and cutting me out of the conversation. And I've been thinking a lot about that lately. And I believe that there are lots of people who do that because they're trying to avoid conflict and in the past, I've done it myself as a people pleaser, I have not spoke up, not spoke my truth and avoided conflict, because I have this deep rooted fear of upsetting others. Now, people who respond to conflict like I do, or like I have in the past, they usually are expecting some sort of uh bad outcome or a negative outcome, and they don't trust the other people's reaction. And maybe they don't trust the other people's reaction because they've been burned in the past or because they've had somebody who has been explosive or reacted poorly. I think we've all been there, but they just, you don't trust the other person's reaction. And so asserting your opinion can seem really scary or unnerving. And you, you face the fear of rejection or of hurting someone when you really don't mean to hurt them. So because people pleasers prefer to be seen as the nice guy, um, often they will shy away from like open or healthy conflict because they don't want to rock the boat. That was totally me. So, in a relationship, this um, might look like the silent treatment or kind of averting the subject or dancing around the topic, and instead of just open, honest expression. But as adults, we have to have the hard conversations. That's part of what adulting is. And the sooner we figure out how to have these hard conversations, how to handle conflict or how to disagree, the better and more fulfilling our lives and our relationships are going to be. While doing some research for this episode, I found a study and I will link to it in the show notes on the webpage. So you can find it at starpasser.com forward slash 27, starpasser.com forward slash 27. And I'll have the show notes there and a link to this study. But in the study, it found that bottling up our emotions actually can increase the risk of premature death and including death from cancer. So laughing nervously or plastering on a fake smile on our face instead of acknowledging these distressing emotions also leads to feelings of loneliness and depression. And being conflict avoidant also impacts our relationships because we're cutting off all honest communication with the other person. So while avoiding conflict sometimes seems like the best way to deal with it, in the long run, it is harming our health and our chances of having intimacy in our lives. So most people hate disagreements and hate conflict. They, they are afraid of the confrontation. They're afraid of the tension it causes. They're afraid to hurt others. But the most successful people I know disagree often, and they disagree well. So I want to talk about the steps on how we do that today. So first, let's talk about the ground rules of a good disagreement. So the first ground rule is to expect them to happen. We are all people and we all have different beliefs and we all have different opinions and we can't possibly all agree on the same thing. So just first of all, expect that they're going to happen. You can't eliminate them from your life. It's If you're in any kind of situation where you have to be around other people, there's going to be disagreements. And that's perfectly okay. It's how you handle them that matters. The second grand ground rule is to eliminate emotion. So Ray Dalio says that we have two yous. The higher level you thoughtful and logical and seeks truth in a situation, and the lower level you, who is reactive and emotional and seeks victory. So in order to have good conflict resolution or to disagree well, you must quiet the lower level you, the reactive and emotional you who seeks victory. And you do that, we're going to talk about some steps on how to do that but suffice it to say, you want to stay in a high emotional state. So that's where you're, you're operating under courage, with willingness to find a solution, looking coming from a place of love for the other person and understanding. Ground rule number three is to always be playing the long game. So it's so much easier to handle disagreements if you're on the same page. So if you can go back to your vision and your values for how you want the relationship to be if you've if you've discussed those or for common or wanting to find common ground start there so you will need to understand that you're on the same team as the other person in the long run you want to be on the same team as the other person you guys have a shared vision or a shared goal or shared values and you want to make sure that those are talked about up front instead of in the moment where it feels like they are an adversary, when in fact, they're not, they're actually a team member, but you just have to find your way back to getting on the same side of the team. So make sure you are considering the long game. Ground rule number four, use the 24 hour rule. They talk about this in sports with kids a lot. Uh, We we heard about this all the time from the coaches and the parents if they were upset with something from the coaching team, just to wait 24 hours to talk about it. So lots of times we like to act in the moment just to get it off of our plate when we're feeling super emotional. I shouldn't say lots of times. Lots of times we are actually shutting down and avoiding the conflict. But if we're going to handle something, we do it when we're emotional because that gives us the Uh, the motivation to do it. But if you wait at least 24 hours, and sometimes it takes longer than 24 hours to get to neutralize your emotions and to see things clearly, but take the time. There's interesting, uh, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't show jokes or tell jokes to people for 24 hours just to preserve the joy he felt when writing them before he actually puts them up for critique. So we can apply this to disagreements. This 24-hour rule is everywhere. Just separate the disagreement from the emotions and from the decision for 24 hours just to let your emotions subside and to come back into neutral. So ground rule number five is to set your intention and this is really all about making sure that you understand that what you're trying to do in this disagreement is not to force the other person to see your side but to understand where you're blind or what it is that you're missing. You want to know that you want them to know that you're open to changing your mind and and within yourself be open to that and and willing to celebrate that because you know something new or you might find something or discover something new in this conversation. A disagreement is not about attacking another person and their character or who they are and quite often we fall into that trap because we start looking for old patterns of behavior and ways that this person might have been bad in order to justify our position. But when your intention is to attack the idea instead of the person or to find an understanding within the idea, instead of to try to make the other person look bad, all of a sudden it changes the way you're looking at it. So again, once you've done step three, and you're long-term aligned, and you're seeing this person in a better light, now we need to attack the, the idea or the behavior or whatever it is that's happening and not the person. And most people are on board with that anyways. You'll, find, you'll start to find as, as you start to tune your skills in here. And the final ground rule is to not force them to agree with you. That's not the purpose of the disagreement the point of of the disagreement is not to agree but it's to gather more information to solve a problem to understand you know the risks that are going to happen or the rewards that could happen based on it and come to some sort of an understanding or decision in the end but that doesn't mean that you absolutely have to agree and it's totally okay sometimes the agreement is to disagree because you have different worldviews, different values, and different opinions. And that is totally okay. So those are the ground rules. Now, the steps for a good disagreement to handle the conflict, we're going to talk about those next. So just to cover the ground rules, the first one is just expect them to happen. Expect disagreements to happen. The second one is to come from a neutral emotional space. The third one is to consider the long game. The fourth one is to make sure you're using the 24-hour rule. The fifth one is to set your intention. And the final one is, is that we're not forcing an agreement. We're not forcing someone to submit. We're literally just looking for understanding. Okay, so now we want to talk about the steps for uh, for disagreeing well, well. And these are... Um, Sort of another set of your own ground rules, but they're the steps that that you want to follow. So the first thing is you need to know what exactly it is you're disagreeing about. When we're emotional, sometimes we will bring in things from the past and patterns from the past and, and old hurts and wounds and something that somebody else did and all of this stuff gets mixed up because we're emotional and we don't actually even know what the disagreement is about. And sometimes that means that's happening because we just have a strong opinion and and we're like preaching our opinion about how things should be. But so in order to have a good disagreement, in order to really resolve a conflict, first know exactly what it is that you aren't lined up on, that the thing, the idea or the thing that you are disagreeing about. So know that first. The second part is to share your perspectives. So during this part, we you want to share your own opinions, beliefs. You want to share the facts that you have, your assumptions that you're making, um, any risks that you see that are are happening because of all of this you want to share all of that and then you want to seek out the other person's opinions the facts that they have the assumptions that they're making um, what will happen to them the risk that that they feel like they're up against if they're actually wrong against about this so we just need to be sharing perspectives on the whole idea or the whole behavior or what we actually, each person's point of view is on it. And then you want to question facts and assumptions, not just the other persons, but also your your own. So there's three things usually causing disagreement, and that's we're not following the same facts. So, your facts are different than my facts, which is why we actually need to question them and lay them all out. Or maybe it's assumptions. Somebody else is assuming something that is very different from what we know as a fact or from our assumptions. And the risk of being wrong or the reward for each person to being right are also out of whack. So, The other person has a lot more on the line than you do, or maybe they have a way higher risk involved, and that's why they don't want to move forward, or that's why their behavior has been the way that it is. So you just need to lay all this out on the table for each of you, compare and question everything so that you're operating from the same space and understanding of each other's points of views. Now you can understand that it's important to have a strong opinion, but it needs to be loosely held. So as you're working through this discussion, your opinion might be changing. You might have new perspective. And at this point, it's probably good for you to share that. So this is now you have all both sides of the equation. You're seeing things from their point of view. You're adding it into your point of view. You, you know why you're disagreeing. You know what you're disagreeing about. You understand what's informing their perspective in the disagreement. You have all of the, the ingredients to, to shape your perspective and to shape your new opinion. And changing your opinion doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means that now we're getting to a space where we can actually see things more clearly and come to some sort of resolution or solution ideally, but maybe it's, maybe it has enhanced your side of the equation, or maybe now you are more firm in your opinion or your perspective on where you started. And that's okay too. So we either have to be okay with changing or be okay with, with a clearer understanding of why we held our possession position in the first place and then number six is to finalize it. So this this disagreement or this conflict or something isn't over until you make some sort of a decision. Are we going to agree to disagree? Are you going to change your stance, your opinion, your perspective, whatever it is, is the other person going to, and then what's the solution from here forward? What what is a better way to do things now with all of the information that we have gained? So those are the steps to having a good disagreement. So I'm just going to go over them one more time. The first one is to actually know what you're disagreeing about. The second one is to understand and share perspectives and get all of the information. The next one is to question the facts and assumptions that you've laid out and and while you're sharing each other's points of view. The fourth one is to have a strong opinion loosely held, knowing that your perspective or your opinion can change now that you have change or strengthen or change completely based on having all of the information. And the final one is to make a decision about the solution going forward. And that's it. So all of these things are not easy conversations to have, but knowing these steps makes them so much easier because it's the emotion that's involved that makes them hard. It's not actually discovering the new solutions. It's not actually confronting the issue. It's not finding out and understanding the other person's point of view. None of that is hard. It's, It's your emotion around it and all of your people pleasing and your fear of disappointing others. That's what makes it hard. So I encourage you to walk towards confrontation and use these steps to help you to have better, healthier relationships, more intimacy in your life, and better communication all the way around. Thanks so much for tuning in every week, you guys. I really appreciate having you guys here and you taking the time to spend with me. And I will be back next week with another one thanks a lot everybody talk to you soon thank you for listening to the mind your heart podcast if you loved this podcast then please screenshot it and post it to facebook instagram or wherever you post stuff and be sure you tag me and let me know why you liked this episode and what you would like to hear in the future that will help me know what to create for you